0: Hey, guys, Lance Erlein here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW at DaspitLaw.com.
1: Houston is all systems Go!
2: From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. All
3: right, Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Unfortunately, this has come to an end in also our visits with Roger Clemens about the postseason brought to you by John Daspitt right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. It has been a great run, and we're finishing it up today with Roger Roger, welcome in. How are you?
4: Well, I'm a little sad too, guys. Uh, you know, I really enjoyed doing this, and it's come to an end and I was hoping to do it four or five more times with you boys in the morning, so it's been been a lot of fun watching these guys. You know, hey, just remember with everything going on we're We're pretty spoiled here in this town with our baseball lately over the last number of years, obviously so but it was uh it was tough I mean. It was tough to, to watch, that's for sure.
3: And it ain't over yet either. By the way, they get Garcia back next year. Hopefully McCullers comes back next year. Uh, you're still young. you still got all your guys intact. You're losing possibly. We'll see who, who you know, maybe you lose Stanek. Um, maybe will, we'll see what happens with uh, Maldonado. But but for the most part, this team is coming back. Now the Rangers look good, and they're going to be good for years to come. So this is going to be a lot. That we still got this going on, Raj.
4: That's what you do when you uh, when you play as well as Houston has and and set a standard uh, you know I talked to Baggy about it uh, quite often. You get to that point where the teams that we the championship teams that you play on when you roll into spring training you got one goal and that's get to the World Series and win it and that's the type you know mentality that you have when you go to spring training in Florida every February to get ready for it. so um, yeah, these guys have that 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 uh, winning way and and uh, we hope that's the case. People, people in the division, people in the league. Uh, once the Astros continue to win like they do, it forces uh, other owners and uh, general managers' hands to to go out and spend a little money and and uh, and get better.
0: Well, I don't want to. You know, we can belabor the point. You you weren't going to beat the Rangers yesterday. The pitching was off. You Garcia's on a heater like we haven't seen in a long time. Uh, well, except for Jordan. But uh, we spent a lot of time talking about you don't let Jordan beat you. You pitch around. Did you feel like when you were watching the games over the last, he's, he's got a home run in, in, in one out of every, he's got a, a home run in four consecutive games in this series, and I'm talking about Garcia. Did you see, in your opinion, it's hindsight a little bit, but would you have pitched around him a little differently, uh, Arolis Garcia, that is?
4: I think with all the punch outs the the crowd reaction uh being at minute made I think it was a little bit uh uh i think his uh, Garcia's focus was off a little bit um and then once he crushed that that uh, pitch late in his you know i think his last bat whatever it flame, was yeah. that got him going yeah that got him that gets him going again you got to understand Javier, i mean he pitches Javier pitches on the upper out Side of the strike zone. He doesn't throw strikes. I mean, he can get behind just about on everybody, and and he's gotten away with it because of his stuff. And uh, I told y'all, for me, Seager is their Altuve. I know Garcia was hotter than hot, but Seager is a dangerous hitter. He's going to have to stay locked in if that team's going to advance. Uh, you know, to, to to win some games, ever who they play once they find out tonight who they play. Um, but he's he's the guy that's dangerous. I mean, he absolutely. Was hunting a fastball in the top of the zone, and it was a little bit below that. There was a couple gutter balls. Oh, really, you're you're right on the pitching. I mean, well, first of all, both starters combined got what nine outs, which is ridiculous. And uh, you could just you, you know on the close-ups on Christian, he he had um, you know he he was perspiring pretty good. And when I was at the game on Sunday, when whenever it was what is today Tuesday, yeah, Sunday's game, so. You know, they, they had AC going pretty good in that place, and the ball was jumping. And uh, But, you know, I was just trying to look at his, on the close-ups, look at his face. You know, you can look at a guy's neck and see their heartbeat in their neck sometimes, uh, you know, if they're racing a little bit. And so you, you're trying to you're trying to watch these close-ups, and, and, and I'm I trying to pay attention to detail what's going on. But if you look at most of the home runs, even the breaking balls, even uh, – uh, Garcia's uh, uh, uh breaking ball that he hit uh, between second I mean between short and third. It was a hanger. They're the professional hitters are not going to miss those baseballs. They're going to they're going to they're going to smack those around pretty good. So but uh you know, the 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 uh, the long single that Garcia hit off the scoreboard, if you go back and look at the the pitches, it's exact the exact same pitch he hit out in game 6. <laughs> Uh, he was not worried one bit because everything that went down with the hit batter and all the craziness, he wasn't worried about a ball inside. He, he knew our guys weren't going to come near him, which they really didn't. Uh, the fastball away that he hit for a homer, when the guy's covering that much of the plate, you know that he's not even even thinking about a ball inside. So, um, you know, that's tough. Again, that's tough sledding with the guys coming in behind there, but... Um, you, they had no answer for Montgomery. I mean, uh, uh, Boach went right to him, you know, got Schercher out there after two and, two and two-thirds, and and they didn't have an answer for Montgomery. He he pitched well the entire series.
3: Boach, he's undefeated in Game 7s, and there's a reason. He managed like it was a Game 7, didn't he?
4: Oh, no doubt. I mean, uh, as soon as he, you know, uh, Schercher was, it was, it was, I think he had something, he wanted to say something and to try and... Uh, Fight and scratch his way and keep his, you know, keep himself in the game. But uh, you know, they were having no, uh, nothing to do with it. They got him out of there quick. I thought he was a little bit sharper, but uh, I thought the guys would have probably pounded him pretty good if he had left him in there.
3: Yeah, and, and he brings in Montgomery, who just pitched on Friday. Didn't care. I'm bringing him in. We're going to win this game. And and they did all the things, Roger. This this team, when when you got your RBI leader and American League RBI leader going six for forty with one RBI in the postseason, when you got Pena hitting the way that he did, you know, you got Fromber pitching the way that he did. Uh, Brian Abreu wasn't the same guy that had been dominant. And you just didn't play. The guys just didn't show, and that's so unAstro like
4: Yeah, you know, being at home here, you know, again, the unexplainable. Uh, you know, just can't figure it out how, how you know, from – it was just the opposite up at, uh, in Arlington, you know, when the guys are hitting – uh, especially the guys late in the lineup, Maldonado gets a hit or two or a key walk. Uh, it just makes a total. It makes the lineup look totally different. And then uh, they come home and uh, they can't figure it out. Well, it happens.
0: But also, like at the same time, it is the Astros of 2023. Like what we saw in the postseason is kind of a microcosm of the season. Like it didn't change. You didn't just flip the switch. You it felt like Javier sw- flipping a switch, and then we saw. We saw Javier, mm. like you know, for, can be really good or really bad. Fromber, the the good Fromber, bad Fromber thing. We saw that. We we had element, you know, elements of the season where where you had guys just going to slumps and inconsistent hitting. And actually, this Astros team played like this in the year. They played bad at home throughout the year. Same thing followed them to the postseason. So, Roger, I, I don't I don't know if you can flip the switch. I think people believe the Astros can because they kind of have in the past. But at some point that stuff catches up with you, what you are in the regular season. Sometimes that's what you become in the postseason if you don't get things cleaned up.
4: Well, there's three things that you always go through. Like physically, you know, we tell people when we go through spring training, physically we're, we're better than you. You were doing all the work that we need to do. Both teams physically were great. Um, uh, uh, then, then you. The, for me it's the mental part of the game. The mental part of the game I'm going to freaking crush you. You know, I'm locked in whatever, wherever I need to be locked in, and the mental part of the game. You know, that's where Garcia. I mean, you, get, you know, tip your hat. The guy, the guy uh, got gone. I mean, threw, again, we threw him. We didn't respect the middle of the strike zone. A lot of the guys were looking up in the zone for strikes, not above it like they faced. You know, they they faced Christian what uh, three or four days ago, and then emotions come into play. And you think the emotions that you have. Um, You've seen how. Uh, The emotions came into play. I still want to even talk about it with you guys. I think one of the coolest moments was Altuve's home run in Arlington and to see uh, JV, you know, coming out of the dugout. uh, You know, he pitched earlier that game. And uh, so that's a memory that'll stick with me. Um, But, you know, Garcia had tons of emotion and he channeled them in the proper way. Sometimes your emotions get the best of you and sometimes you channel them in the right way. And he was channeling them in the right way and uh, pretty much got the last laugh. But you just got to be careful he's their, your Don. i mean he was uh, he was he was, he got locked in on that home, that late home run uh, of course he's been picking off home runs uh, i think what he had 5 in a row like you guys stated but um, you 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 can't leave a ball, you can't go middle middle with any really any big leaguer uh, in, in the major you know that that uh, that won't get a pretty good part of the barrel on the baseball
3: so uh this rangers team you like i mean and they don't even have to grum I mean, holy crap, Raj. This yeah. team is really, really good and going to be good going forward. If DeGrom can stay healthy, Scherzer can stay healthy, uh, Montgomery, wow. This team is really, really, and this offense, uh, they're going to be good for a long time. How about that other series, too? Did you watch any of that Diamondbacks and Philly? Di- the Diamondbacks are about as feisty as it gets.
4: Yeah, they're really good, uh, and they're riding a wave right now. You're talking about a wave of uh, uh, emotions. Mentally, they're tough when you go in there and, and, and win a game six like you do in Philadelphia. It'll be rocking again tonight. Uh, if it is Philadelphia, Philadelphia can win tonight. They go to uh, Texas. They go to Arlington, and Montgomery will be a big key again with all their lefties, man. I, I'm not sure how many lefties. Uh, what they got, Chapman? Um, you know, you're going to need some left-handers against the uh, Phillies left-handed guys. Will Smith. And, and again, if it's Arizona, um, I just need to learn. Like I said, they're they're a little bit of a Cinderella story. I got to learn more about those guys. But uh, I've watched, uh, you know, three or four of their their hitters. If I was trying to study them, and how are going to break them down? They they've, they've been playing well.
3: Yeah, no question about that. Roger Clemens with us. Brought to you by John Daspit here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Uh, well. You can talk about. I mean, look at the difference that Brett Strom has made, and what what he has done for great, that that organization.
4: Everybody, nobody, John. That's a great point. Nobody's mentioned that he's uh, he's a, a common figure, and uh, um, you know he's he's a, he's a Belichick kind of kind of guy. You know, he's going to go out there and tell you what, what to do and what not to do, and you have to execute the pitches.
3: Absolutely. Um, going forward for our Astros, if this is it for Dusty Raj, what Dusty did for this organization over the last four years.
4: Yeah, it was. I mean, he's. Uh, I mean, who knows what's gonna what's gonna come next? But Dusty's been great. It's been a nice little ride for him at championship, and uh, uh, it's. You know, he's again. He's uh, one of those managers that. Uh, you know, I'm sure the, the guys. If you you know, you ask the guys in the clubhouse, they really really enjoy playing for him.
3: Yeah. No, and he's a legend. There's no question. He's going to be a hall of famer. Uh, no question about that. And he he. You know what? He was the guy. You know, through these troubled waters, Roger, after the scandal. He was a guy that had his guys back all the time. You know, he was he was really a great players manager. You can talk about all the moves he makes and everything else, but that was the right guy for the for this team at that time.
4: Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, he was, uh, you know, he's definitely uh, loves his players and he tries to you know do what's best for the team. So it was, it, again, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but. I I respect Dusty uh, um, uh, a a great deal.
3: Absolutely. That's Roger Clemens brought to you by Daspit Law Firm right here. Uh, Thank you, Roger, for this postseason. It's been great once again. All the insight, great stuff as always. We really appreciate you being with us, and we really appreciate John Daspit for doing that for us once again this year. Good stuff, man.
4: I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks
3: so much. Thanks, Roger. It was easier last year when (laughs) – Went through and won the World Series. Way So much better. Way easier. So much better. Oh,
0: frustrating, but um, it happens. ALCS seven years in a row is fantastic, but just to go out like that was just Mm -hmm. felt very mid-2000s Rockets (laughs) to the Mavericks. It really did. I mean, it's it's that game seven where you had no chance. Um, There was a game seven against the Rockets where you had no chance. It felt like, I mean, you just got your ass kicked from jump
3: against the Spurs when mm-hmm. you you know James didn't show up and yeah. just quit and the, the forty pointer against the Mavericks. Yeah, it just it, it reminds you a lot of that. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We take your calls on the other side. You're listening to the ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Thanks again, John Dasbet for bringing us Roger Clemens this postseason.
2: ESPN ninety seven five. We're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerlein.
3: Mm. Can we stop showing Taylor Swift? Can it stop, please? Nope. Oh boy! If anybody just wants to just glob oh, ESPN, stop globbing off her and just talk about sports. Goodness gracious. So show well, the Astros getting their ass kicked you, again. Why are you against having See, fun? if this
0: are a different, if, the, if this were the other way, this is what a misogynist he is. If this were like Michael Jackson and, and Michael Martina. Michael Jackson? Yeah, like in his prime, in the 80s. If this were Michael Jackson and he was, you know, going out with Martina Navratilova. What? Well, what? I'm saying a big-time well, tennis that player. That wouldn't have happened, but I'm okay. trying to think of a big-time For tennis player. Reasons. I mean, a big-time <laughs> athlete back then, so Martina and Michael Jackson, you wouldn't say, you'd be like, this is amazing. Michael Jackson's got web I was Webster not a Michael arms.
3: Jackson fan ever, you know, because he okay. had a monkey. But, well, and,
0: I know, I know. He and he had, you know, the elephant man's and bones and all that stuff. Yeah. But, okay, I'm just trying to come up kids. with. I think I'm trying to come up with somebody as pick, big as Taylor Swift. Pick up Lionel Ritchie or something. I'm trying to come up with, no, I'm trying to come up with somebody as big as Taylor Swift. I mean, there's not a lot, honestly. Steven Tyler?
3: Ian Anderson?
0: No, definitely not. He's not as big. Who? Who's the big?
3: the guy huge, is it? There's no guy that's as
5: big. He's a huge pop star. Mick Jagger? Star, a huge yeah, pop star. David Lee Roth? I don't know at the time. No, they're not as no, big that's... as Michael. Well, as big as
3: Taylor Swift.
5: I don't know. What, you, what, um, that's what you, I'm you,
3: saying. You're talking about currently you would be or all back like, No oh, one. Yeah, no one. I wouldn't. And I wouldn't have been like you that. Can't,
5: you, can't, you
0: can't find can I would have been like Okay, that. if Paul McCartney was going out with... The,
3: okay. uh, Who? Name... Named that person. Okay, oh, hold on. Hmm. Billie Jean King. What?
5: Why are you reaching back so far anyway? Well, I'm going into tennis.
0: Well, his age. I'm going to Paul oh, McCartney's huh. age. Okay. It's Paul McCartney's age,
3: right? Uh-huh. Taylor Swift and Jan-, Jan. Stevenson. Well, who's... Wait,
0: okay, who's... <laughs> wasn't she a golfer? <laughs> she was yeah. a golfer.
5: Uh, if Harry Styles was
3: dating... Okay,
5: Harry Styles, it's not the
0: same. They called, this that, but,
3: then my daughter would be... Frank, would if if
0: Harry if Harry Styles was dating Diana Taurasi, well, he would, would you, date. Why do you? I'm keep, going with female athletes. You're you're picking a certain type well, of female she athlete. She is like
3: 50 years old. So yeah, she's right. much older uh, than him, by the way.
0: Candace Walker or whatever. Parker? I don't know. Candace yeah. Parker. Candace. Skylar, Walker? Skylar Diggins. Walker? Skylar Diggins. Yeah. Would you say the same thing if Harry Styles were sitting in a suite at a Skyler Diggins game? I would game? say,
3: who's that and that? That's what I would say. Oh,
0: or uh, what's her name? Alex uh, Alex Morgan. If if he were with Alex Morgan, and I you'd would be say, like, this who's is that? amazing.
3: Harry Styles, this is amazing. I would say, who's that with Alex Morgan? Okay. Justin
0: Timberlake and okay. Mia Hamm.
3: Okay. no,
0: okay. She's a bit older. The, oh. Yeah, she's older than him. It'd be yeah.
5: Justin Timberlake and, and Alex Morgan. Yeah, that's and a Alex better combo yeah.
0: You would think, and and you would say, would more, say, more of this coverage. That's why, what you would
3: why, say. He's, why is he cheating on, on uh, Jessica Biel? Yeah. Why is he? Why is he cheating on Jessica Biel? Yeah, but if Morgan? they
0: were divorced,
3: if they were divorced, then I'd say, "Whoa, that! You what think a that hoe. Was incredible. What a hoe he is! You think that's okay? incredible? Okay, stop already. He wouldn't There's think nothing, it's incredible. We can stop all this madness. Okay, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say anything just because it's Taylor Swift and she's a, a female. That doesn't mean I'm. That's why I'm saying it. I'm saying it because let's stop and and, and let's celebrate. Let's celebrate sports. Yeah, you know what?
0: This should be a celebration of sports today. <laughs>
3: It should. It yeah, is. it really should it is a celebration
5: of sports. It really today. should. Well, All let's right. celebrate Justin losing to the listener. Did he lost? Justin went two and three yesterday uh, even including a Vikings win. He had them plus six and a half. Did
0: he lose the double banger? Um or
5: was, was there it? not a double banger? There was banger. not a double banger. Yeah, there was, I one, thought double there was one banger. There was? there was one double banger. Oh which what was it? Oh Lions Ravens. Yeah. He Ooh. won he won that one and it didn't matter. And it didn't he still end. didn't matter? The other uh, guy must have picked great. Yep, the other guy had Seattle minus eight, w. Philly minus two and a half, and KC w. minus five and a half. W W W three and two to two and three. Wow,
3: that's a shame, Justin. Once again, limo guy, he sucks. He was the, he's the Astros at home. Limo guy is
5: yeah. That that Steelers Rams one killed him. Well, the Bills Patriots killed him too. But that was a big that was a big Bill's minus eight. He was never gonna get that one. No, he was never By the way,
0: mattress Mac is trending for two reasons. One, because everyone's saying, Come pick up your furniture and bring cash Mattress (laughs) Mac. And the other one is they recycled mattress Mac going at Philly fans from last year and now they're saying people actually believe he's doing that to Ranger fans.
3: No, that's not what he did. No, that one where he's telling everybody, get your ass in here pick up your furniture and bring money that is hilarious somebody did a pretty good mac impression yeah right, let's it did get really calls man. in here we told you to call and you're calling brian wants to talk ask us. hey brian
1: hey good morning guys uh to quote the great rube baker from major league two i feel like i got kicked in the balls by a mule um after last night's game i mean just to get beat the way we got beat uh i think that's what stings more than anything but uh yeah, I think next year will be interesting. I think you got to figure out who your manager is going to be by the winter meeting because I think there's actually more decisions to be made than, than what we're thinking. I mean, I think you have to go with a full-time center fielder. This platoon between Dubon and McCormick and whoever else is out there. You know, there was that ball last night right after Seeger hits the home run where Brantley had to come diving in because Chaz just got an awful break on it. Maybe Dubon gets that, being a little bit faster, but, you know, just uh, in terms of a daily, who's going to be in there, who's not, who's, you know, I I understand there's matchups and and things like that, but I think there needs to be some consistency. You're going to have to find somebody to back up a Bray or to be another utility guy or wherever that's going to be, but what are you going to do with a $16 million Lance McCullers? You can't throw him in the bullpen. So where does he fit in? where does Garcia fit in? what is JP France's role next year? does he start in AAA? Where does you know where does Hunter Brown slot in and Garcia and Arcadia? i I just think there's you know what from are you gonna get and can you trust them next year? And then does that lie on Josh Miller? you know it's a it's his job to, to correct these guys and fix them and, all that. and everything was great in 2022 when they were you know, just cruising along, but, you know, I think you earn your stripes and you earn your money on, uh, you know, being able to make those in-game adjustments and settle guys down and, hey, I, we're seeing this and we're seeing that and, and all of that. And I think that's what Brent Strom was so good at that, you know, that it all reared its ugly head. But mm-hmm. I think that went right in 2022, went wrong in 2023. I mean, you didn't have four six-year rotation from 2022 for over half the year until Verlander came back. No McCullers, no Orchidi, no Garcia. Altuve out half the year. Jordan constantly hurt, you know, and then to have what you got in the playoffs from – and and, uh, you know, basically yeah. no, 7,
3: eight, nine. Absolutely. Brian, we got to cut it there. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. now they, they weren't as clutch as they were. They didn't pitch as well. They didn't hit as well. Probably, they didn't hit w- in, in clutch situations like they did. And they sucked at home. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. As far as the set, I agree. Chaz McCormick needs to move to left field. I,
0: I think that we should have this tomorrow. should be a big part of the show tomorrow. Of course, I want to talk a lot of Rockets tomorrow as well. Yeah. But we need to have a whole separate discussion when we have time on all the decisions, because there, you said something yesterday. I don't know if you said it on Twitter or on text. I think you I may didn't have said tweet it. it because I haven't been. You said it on Glory Boys. Yeah. Are you still suspended? I am. Yeah. Self suspension. Yeah. Um, I may suspend. I may,
3: It's in there. Is
0: there is there are some decisions to make. This is not. This one feels like there's a little bit more than just tweaking that needs to happen. There are some decisions. I'm not sure Josh Miller's back. Uh, because if Dusty's out, I'm not sure if Josh Miller. Josh Miller was probably hired by the. No,
3: he was great the year before when they when they pitched better.
0: Yeah, but this is this is a concern because you could never get Frommer. I mean, you could never get Christian Javier truly right during the season. Hunter Brown wasn't the same. Like three, Montero would be four. Like at least four guys were substantially worse this year. Yeah, that's a big concern.
3: No, no, absolutely.
0: Um, that's a big, big concern. So. You know what happens with Dusty what happens with the pitching coach of Citron does does Alex stay Citron does you know Espada become the new manager uh does Dusty stay does Espada go to New York which there's rumors that New York would like him uh what do you do about the outfield spot My, Uncle Mike I would think is done are are, are you going to move people out do you I think you I think the conversation I thought this at, at the bre you know, I, I just threw it out as a hypothetical and people lost their mind, but that's fine. Yeah. I, I think the discussion about Kyle Tucker, you need to have it because if you don't think you can sign him, or if you don't want to, and that's you gotta be careful about the recency bias, because guy had a good year. Okay, he had a really good year. But he was terrible in the postseason. But if you don't think you're gonna sign him, at some point you have to really think, do you just let a guy walk or do you try to get something in exchange? Because you do have some Well, holes. he's going to be a
3: big free agent. And don't forget, you get a, a second rounder for that. So, I know. That's yeah, fine. That's, but you yeah. get a
0: lot more if you right. deal him under your own.
3: Right, right. All right. got to break it because Dane Holgers is going to join us on the other side right here on ESPN seven five and two We're going to change it up. Talk about that Texas game and what exactly happened on that spot. Also... Uh, oh, Kansas State is coming up as well, so we will talk to him about that here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 right now. Well, what who brings him? Chastang Ford brings you Dana Holgerson every week along with HRMP and Tamaris Barbecue. But I'm talking about Chastang Ford right now. Great Cougs, love their Cougs. Have been Cougars and, and love their Cougs. Joe, the, the dad, uh, Patrick's dad is a, is a huge Coug fan. They've been in this city for 80 plus years selling cars in the city of Houston and are t- uh, inextricably tied to the University of Houston love their love their cougars but here's the deal it ain't about that it's about you it's about the money that you save it's about the the service that you get it's about the best deal that you're going to get it's about no add-ons no markups it's integrity it is service it is doing the right thing every single time it is finding you the best Rate as far as an interest rate, if I, finding you the best financing. Like I said, when I went and I bought my Lightning. Ford had a deal, but there was a better, there was a bank that had a better interest rate, and so we went with that. And I'm sure Ford doesn't like that, that that, 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 that Chastain Ford isn't going to Ford for, for the for the credit, but he, they said, I don't care. We're going to do what's best for you, not what is best for Ford, not what is best for Chastain. Whatever the case may be, we're going to do bet, what's best for you as the customer, and they'll do that with you as well. So if you're looking for that Ford car or truck right now, $15,000 off on F-150s, are you kidding me, and they got them on, on the lot in stock, right now waiting for you. They've also got the mock uh a mock Ease for four ninety nine a month on a lease. Are you kidding me? That's awesome. If you're looking for the best way to get into that Ford car truck or pre owned vehicle, there's one way to go. Chastang on six ten at Homestead, not Hempstead. Just five minutes from downtown, Chastang Ford.
2: ESPN ninety You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline.
3: All right, welcome back here on ESPN 975 and 925. Dana Holgerson is brought to you by Chastain Ford, by HRP, and by Damaris Barbecue every week right here on ESPN 975 and 925. And <clears throat> what what an effort last week. Down twenty-one to nothing. The Cougs turned the tide and were a spot short of possibly beating the University of Texas at TDECU Stadium. Dana, welcome in. First of all, I thought that was the best crowd I've seen at TDECU. Before, after, since you've been here, that was a, the best atmosphere that I've seen at TDECU.
6: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it was it was pretty awesome. Uh, you know, big-time event here um, on campus here at the University of Houston, Um a lot of eyes, a lot of people. Uh, you know, it started with the Cougar Walk. We got there; uh, that thing was 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 popping. It was it was packed, and you know, got our got our players excited, got them fired up about it. That's power five football right there. Now, you know, I mean, been been to all the Big Twelve venues and know what these venues look like, and know what the University of Houston needs to look like, and and that's what it is. So, hopefully, a glimpse of what it's going to be. You know, moving forward in the future. Uh, still got a lot of work to do. Uh, got a lot of building to do. Got a lot of recruiting to do. Um, you know, we got a lot of quality opponents coming. I, obviously, you know, you get the University of Texas here that that, that that opened some people's eyes. And there was a lot of Longhorns here supporting their team as well. Um, you know, but uh, hopefully just a little bit of a glimpse of what it could look like in the future moving forward.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. They jump out 21 to nothing. You score the touchdown to make it twenty-one-seven. They faked the f- what? Did what about what They field goal fake. It seemed like that was a turning point in the game. Did you feel like that? It where where did you feel the momentum change from twenty-one nothing?
6: Yeah, that was it. Uh, that was it. Uh, that that first quarter was rough, man. We had them. A- you know what I'd like to sit here and say we want them to go ahead and let's get them a 21 point lead and then relax and then we can start playing ball for three quarters that obviously wasn't the case uh you know they they completely dominated us for for a quarter and a half um you know they're they're a, they're an outstanding football team uh I tell you where it really showed up was you know other than the play that you just mentioned right there special teams they they dominated us the field position battle was was tough uh you know, we we were three and out and on offense. We were, uh, you know, our defensive guys run on on punt team and and uh, getting tired running down the field chasing number one, the worthy kid who's a, who's an all American receiver punt returner had a hard time getting to him and tackling him. Um, but uh, you, you're right. It was that it was that fake field goal. Uh, don't know what uh, my guy Banks was thinking. I think you know we were rushing off from the field. Uh we didn't rush at that particular one. Uh, you know, they faked it, we rallied, we tackled it, uh went down and scored, uh, got a stop and then and then got another score before halftime and it was twenty one fourteen. Uh they had all the momentum in the in the world for a quarter and a half. Uh really good team, really good players. Uh was playing really well, was wearing us out, didn't get a lot going. Uh I was proud of our team for not panicking at that point. Uh, just, just stay the course. Don't panic. Uh, we talk about that a lot. Uh, got that, got that field goal, got the scores. And then that little scene right there at halftime crowd goes crazy. Uh, our team had a lot of momentum. I knew we had a chance.
0: Yeah, it was completely changed. I mean, everything did, but defensively, you guys did a much better job after the first quarter. I mean, really kind of limiting, you limited their big plays. You limited the running game. They had, they the, the kind of hit or miss success from a run standpoint and once their backup quarterback came into the game you never really let them you know take command of the game with the running game, which I thought was pretty impressive
6: yeah, I thought we did a good job with it uh, really proud of uh, Doug Belk and our our defensive uh, coaches you know we switched some things up defensively uh, we couldn't just play you know base. Uh, four down front quarters coverage against these guys, which would put us in a lot of man coverage. We wouldn't be able to hold up outside, so we switched up and and went to the old three three five. We ran it at West Virginia forever, and um, you know just kept everything in front of us. Uh, I think it confused them; they didn't see that coming. Uh, kept uh, kept uh, all, you know kept the ball in front of us, and we, we rallied. We tackled well. I was, I was really proud of how we did that defensively. You know, there was a point in the fourth quarter, I was like, guys, we got a chance here, you know, because Ours got knocked out. David Uguaybu uh, stuck him on a, a third down play. And, you know, he went to the tent and then, and then went to the locker room. Um, and then, you know, uh, there was a point that last, before that last drive, you know, our number 93, Jamari Carlbaugh, who played an outstanding football game as a, a three technique, was just blowing things up. You know, he got two sacks. Was blowing things up he went into a he went into a full body cramp you know he was out there you know laying down for five minutes or whatever it was i mean they brought the card out and, and hauled him off this dude couldn't move he was just fully fully cramped up Man, mm-hmm. i think the whole the whole crowd gave him a standing ovation i think it was houston people and texas people that were that were giving him a standing ovation one because of how he played for houston and two because ut didn't have to block him anymore You know, and so then, then they got the running game going and they, 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 they drove right down and scored, went up 31 to 24. I knew at that point right there that we had to, we couldn't give them the ball back. You know, it wasn't about the passing game. They could just, they could just hand that thing off. That back is, is special and their old line is big, um, and so I was like, all right, guys, let's, uh, let's go down and score and go for two and, 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 and end this thing. And that's what we're going to do. I mean, we got the first down on the eight-yard line. should be first and eight on the eight. We got it twice, actually. On second down, we got it. And third down, we got it. Didn't get it on fourth down, but we had it on second and third down. And uh, they would have moved the chains. We would have scored. We would have went for two, and we would have won
3: 32-31. So did you – okay, so Gene Semko is the replay official up there. There was somebody on the field that was hurt. I saw you standing out there, and you're talking. And so they they reviewed the play to see whether or not Stacy Snead had gotten there. Gene Semko is a Texas grad, and he's up there as the replay official. And he says no. Um, even if it's even, I don't know his integrity. I don't care. Just the just the um, the the picture of a guy that went to the University of Texas being. The replay official in a University of Texas football game—it it just stinks of impropriety. Have you talked to the league? Have you talked to the Big Twelve about this?
6: Yeah, I've had conversations with them and everything, and you know they're always gonna they're always gonna defend their 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 referees and their uh, you know their process of how they go about things and all that. Um, you know the whole thing with the replay. I mean, you, you, you know when do they stop and when don't they stop it? It all comes down to. You know, how much time they have between plays. Okay. So due to the what what they said was due to the fact that they had they measured it, which I'm like, why are you measuring it? I mean it's not even close. I mean the spot is a yard off. You know, I mean you could don't waste your time. But they they measured it so they can look at it. And there is an injury out there which stopped play. So I'm talking to the umpire and he's like I'm um I'm, I'm talking to the replay guy and he's looking at it, he's looking at it, he's looking at it, he's looking at it confirmed and so you didn't stop play so now what happens when you stop play which you know ironically enough they stopped play when man jack scored the touchdown uh, which he he catches it and falls down in the end zone now how they took a touchdown away from a kid that made a spectacular play I, I don't know but they stopped play when they stopped play. that's when the umpire gets involved and he's looking at the replay with the replay official which gives another opinion and then yeah, that, which my point is, is why not get the umpire involved, stop play, get the umpire involved and make sure that the, the, the call is right. Stacey Sneed's feet were all over the, the, the eight and a half yard line. So if his feet are all over the eight and a half yard line and, and his ball, the ball was forward, then the ball is over the eight and a half yard line. So I don't know. I just, I don't understand why they didn't stop it. They said that they looked at it. They did look at it. And so. You can say, "Well, why didn't you challenge it?" Well, I could have called timeout, and they would have looked at it, but they've already confirmed it, so that it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah, this they would already have cost did it. Me a timeout. Right. Yeah, they would have cost me a timeout. So they, they already I just, did like, it. Get, get, this, get the second set of eyes involved is what I, is what my point. is.
3: All right, now let's talk about. Okay, so everybody looks at the Philadelphia Eagles and says, "Why don't? Why doesn't everybody do this?" Right? They they've converted forty one of forty four one yard conversions, and but but listen, the next best in the NFL. Is eleven during that same time period. So not everybody has Jalen Hurts. Not everybody has that offensive line. Not everybody can do what they do. But after the man Jack play, you you're in shotgun, and you're on the half a yard line, and you hand off, and Parker Jenkins loses two yards. Uh, so it's 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 third down. I mean it's 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 gold uh, go at the three, and you throw the pass, you get the touchdown. Beautiful, awesome. But on that fourth down play, you're in a lot of people are asking why are you in a shotgun when you've got fourth and 1. First of all, you're a shotgun team, right? Does does Donovan does he do you have any plays that he can go under center?
6: Well, yeah, we we got plenty of plays that goes under center. We we quarterback sneaked against Rice and got a touchdown because we felt like our inside people could handle their inside people. When you're inside people, you don't think can handle their inside people, then you're just wasting plays. Not not everybody has Kelsey as the center, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts masters it. It's what they do. They've got good at it. They've got plenty of reps. They're, they're good at it. Uh, they, the University of Texas has all-American defensive tackles, right? And so we weren't just. We, that was a play that we weren't going to do. Um, you know, that was a that was a good drawn-up play that we missed the block, and and their D tackle got pushed, and it it forced our pulling guard to get. You know, too much depth, and it got blown up. It was something that we were very concerned with. I was, I couldn't have been, I couldn't have been more upset when they didn't call that thing a touchdown. I mean, how are they going to take that touchdown away from Joseph Manjack? I mean, he landed on the goal line. Why would you stop play and review this? I mean, there's only one explanation: there's some sort of bias there. And so, I'm, you know, thankful, thankful that we got the touchdown on second down. Um, you know, but, uh, it, it all depends on the center, you know, and, and Jack Freeman's a good center. We're proud of him. He's playing very well. He's a, he's a six year senior. Um, he couldn't be playing better, but it's just like quarterback snakes, not his deal. When we had Cody recipe two years ago, we quarterback snaked against Texas tech six times in the first half. I mean, it all depends on who the center is and who the quarterback is and what kind of confidence you got with him.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody thinks that just now, why don't. You know, how come you don't do what Philadelphia does? And not everybody is Philadelphia. That's for sure. Um, So, not a moral victory, but Dana, that was, it was really, really good, I thought, for the program. And, oh, by the way, I thought, you know, University of Texas could have dominated the stands, but it was University of Houston that actually did, and that was awesome. And I thought it was, I thought the University of Houston was was shown in a great light on Saturday. So congratulations! I know it's it sucks you lost. You're three and four now. You got to go to Kansas State, but that sucker was
0: competitive. I was mean, you great. take out the first quarter, and it was like, I mean, Houston outplayed Texas.
3: They, they did. They, Houston outplayed them. So that that was great. But there's no moral victories here still.
6: Hopefully, a glimpse of what it's going to look like moving forward, I think, is the biggest uh, the biggest point. You know, we got, you know, i was super proud of our crowd. I was super proud of our. Our football team, I mean, it was a real Power 5 atmosphere and a real Power 5 football game, you know, so we just need to keep moving forward now. We need we need everybody's support. We need, uh, you know, everybody to understand that, that this thing is not going to – it's not going to happen overnight. It was a missed opportunity. We're all disappointed about it, but it was a great football game, and there's going to be a lot of great Power 5 football programs. at TDECU Stadium
3: here moving forward. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier. Kansas State just kicked TCU's ass, so – Guess what? It just it, it just keeps on coming, and, and when you're playing power five football, so hey, good luck, uh, Adkins. It's,
6: it's it's what we all signed up for here. It's Big Twelve. We got to go to the defending Big Twelve champs. They're playing as good as they did at any point last year. I mean, they're outstanding football teams. So it's what we signed up for. Let's go.
3: Let's go. Let's go! But I hope it, that, that that the way you guys played against Texas gives your guys a lot of confidence that they can play with anybody after that. That's great stuff, Dana. We appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. He's going to be uh, in Edo tonight at his radio show at Little Woodrow. So if you're if you if you want to go and support uh, the radio show and the Cougs, get on over there tonight, seven o'clock. Hey, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for hanging with us. All right, good you. All right, there's. Uh, Dan Holgerson brought to you by and by Damaris Barbecue right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And another, another guy that the people that support him are Artisan Grange, Wayne Richards and Chase Hernandez. They are uh, big cooks fans as well. They support the program. They do a lot for the program. And that's how I got involved with Artisan Grange, with Canstad and Dublin, was through those guys. They are West Virginia guys that came over uh, that love Dana and they're hanging with Dana. And they're guys who are doing stuff for our community here by bringing a different alternative to your dip. So if you're somebody that dips and you're somebody that, you know, puts, I saw a guy yesterday, man, he just puts that. Every day he's got to dip in, and I've seen it the how how horrible it is for you. You have got to understand. You keep putting tobacco and nicotine in between your cheek and gum, same place every day. That is going to be dangerous. That is dangerous. It's so many people have have been harmed by that. So if you're looking for a great way to a great alternative to that, that hemp in a pouch made of hemp, but you've got CBD oil. It's got it's got healing powers. Not it's not going to be detrimental to you. It's going to actually help you. And you've got the flavors that are, taste the same that you're used to. So you're looking for a great way to get out of that dip and do it differently and do it help more a heck of a lot more healthy. Artisan Grage, 975dip.com. That's 975dip.com. ESPN,
2: 97.5 and 92.5.
3: If you feel the rage hell in the sky.
2: You're back in the Veridex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All
3: right, 851. Let's back get back to Astros talking. You guys get in here. 713-780-3776 the number to uh, get in here to talk Astros baseball on the show. Dusty, you just got blocked without knowing it. By whom?
0: By Drew
3: Shirley? Drew Shirley?
0: Cuz he said last night 11 hours ago Anyone who says, "quote We didn't lose because of Dusty," end quote,
3: tomorrow gets effing blocked. F you! They got destroyed. Has Dusty stop already? I mean, stop! They got destroyed. A manager doesn't make a difference in an eleven to four game. Maybe a five to four game. A manager will make a difference. A three to two game. Yes. In an eleven to four game, blame the players. You sucked. They beat your ass. They beat your ass. You pathetic. can't blame the you manager. You are
7: pathetic.
3: You are pathetic.
7: You owe us all an apology. <laughs> you owe us all an apology, and I want it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Drew, settle down. That was not Dusty's fault. I don't care. Uh, Casey Stengel, uh, uh, Joe Tory, No manager could have won that game yesterday. They beat your ass. They beat you. They beat the snot out of you. How
0: now? Dusty does take I think this is it for Dusty. I don't think he'll manage again. He will go down as never winning a game seven. Yeah. In the
3: postseason. But 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 I don't I don't I can't talk to his other teams or whatever. This game seven he wasn't winning. He, first of all, he has a team that can't win at home. He has a team that got that that was getting his brains beating. Right, but the decision to
0: pinch hit – to not pinch hit for Maldonado that early, I had somebody say, so "Well, that you would know, have
3: scored seven more runs."
0: People, that's not what the score was at the time.
3: No, no, but
0: no. I mean, you never know what happens in the course of a game. Right. You know, I, I thought, but I, I know he- it's hindsight. But you even said yourself, "Why uh, go? To why J- didn't he pinch it? Why go J? Absolutely." Frans?
5: I guess the question would be, do we believe if if he pinch hits and it goes well? The Astros pitchers would be better. Yeah, like probably. I could see the runs coming, more runs coming. But are the Astros pitchers all of a sudden? I don't know. Lock in? Maybe
0: not. But the concept of of <sighs> that one is is basically a must do. That is basically it a must a do. It you was. you must you you understand that you're in a bullpen game now because your your starter couldn't even go an in any. Yeah. You're in a bullpen game. Your pitchers are going to give up runs. You must score as much as you possibly can. Every opportunity, and look, hitters didn't come through with men in scoring position. But in that particular instance, I think you have to go with Diaz and take your chance the rest of the game. Yeah. Just, just as a desperation, no. in like,
3: desperation bank? mode. No, Singleton instead of Chaz or Yiner the night before. No, the, the, Maldonado batting in the seventh inning of any game. No. No, did he make bad? Yes, he was not great. He was not not good in this series. He was not good, I thought, a must, much of the year in some of his decisions. But that Dusty lost you that game no. yesterday is not
0: ah, No, Dusty didn't lose Dusty yeah, didn't lose the Yeah, two the
3: 2-for-14 two with runners in scoring position. Losses. Yeah, yes. they couldn't, they couldn't, with couldn't with hit Christian with Michael Javier. Brantley, a double play in the first inning when you got first and third. And it felt
0: like you had some real momentum building. Yes. And the same thing in the second inning, or no, third yeah. inning. Yes. You felt like you had real
3: momentum building, and you and, couldn't. And, and Abreu strikes out. And yeah. then and Brantley hits a weak grounder with a runner on third and one out. Uncle I mean, Mike was not he, no was not very
0: good yesterday, but luckily Tucker picked him up. And when nobody plays, chance. when
3: nobody comes through for you, you you can't blame Dusty for that. He uh-huh. they had plenty of opportunities but throughout not the entire back. series, but he's not coming back. He's not coming back, and, and I hope not. I hope he's not coming back.
0: Let's get let's get Jason in, and we'll hear from Dusty coming up in the next hour because. Some, uh, many of you haven't heard Dusty's comments in the post game. He had some some different answers for different things, questions you asked, and he had some.
3: Uh, he was in his micro- feelings a little bit too.
0: He was in his feelings, and he had some comments about microeconomics as well. Yes, he did. So let's get Jason <laughs> here right now. What's up, Jason? How are we doing? Hey,
7: what's up, guys? So I got a question for you. What's the name of that company that works in your uh, that worked on your patio in your backyard? Uh,
0: Texas Custom Patios.
7: Okay, so how would you feel if a guy that worked for Texas Custom Patios walked into your backyard, screwed everything going on up, and said it is what it is? How would you feel about that?
0: I probably wouldn't like it. You mean after they built it or while they were building it? No, after they built it. After they built it, you realize, oh, man,
7: they, they did not do what they said they were going to do. And you and you confronted them about it, and they said it is what it is.
5: That's just patios.
7: <laughs> well, I probably wouldn't. I probably, wouldn't, li- I probably
0: and, wouldn't like that.
7: Well, exactly. So let me explain. So after the game yesterday, they they spoke with both Jeremy Pena and Kyle Tucker, and the first things out kind of both of their mouths were, "It is what it is." You guys combined for a nine eighty OPS. You don't have the ground to stand on to say it is what it is. You guys were terrible the entire series. And I understand it's a small sample size. But the post the postseason as a whole, you guys were awful. I would have rather you guys basically came out and said, well, we were terrible. We know we were bad. We apologize. I, and that may be um, pretentious of me to say, but that's truly how I feel. I'll hang up and listen. You guys have a good day.
5: Well, this is Kyle Tucker saying what, now I forgot the caller's name, uh, what he was referring to very early. Uh, we played this very early in the show, but this is Kyle Tucker in response to a question about his struggles. I
3: mean, yeah, it sucks, but um, you know, this, this, this point, you know, it is It is what I it
5: can, is at this point. No, 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 it's at this point. That's I what can, he said. He boy, Mumbles. Yeah, Mumbles. It's Mopey and Mumbles. Those are his Mopey, two, no two names.
3: His, his whole mouth, everything about, <laughs> about him, him almost, was Mopey. Yeah. Even his mouth. Moo, mm-hmm. moo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he did say it is what it is. It's not. It is. You are terrible. Don't say it is what it is. Hey, Fromber took the same approach the other day. For, uh, Tucker took the same approach. Paint now. Listen, if it wasn't for Fromber, if it wasn't for Tucker, you don't get there,
5: right? Certainly, and you don't have a World Series and last Payne year you too. Yeah, these all oh, that's that what that's what hurts the most. These yeah. guys came through last year, yeah, and, and did not do it this year. I look. My 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 complaints about baseball, well founded. Shortened season, not no, not necessarily 162 games, but the catch all that that's just baseball covers everything. It's stupid. You can't just say yeah, the guy laid out the numbers. That's just baseball. No, <laughs> it wasn't just that's just baseball for Garcia. He somehow found a way to dominate you. How come you you know the RBI leader stunk the entire playoffs? You can't just go it is what it is. That's just baseball. Tip your cap. Play better.
3: Yeah. So if what if, Dell? what if the season was you play a series against every team and then that's it?
5: I mean. How much
3: would you like baseball more? It would
5: help. <laughs> Look, no, home and
3: home. A home and home against each team. Yeah. Uh, like how,
5: basketball. Yeah. That's 32. How many teams? 29 other teams? Yeah. 29 other teams. Two series between. That's enough games. Three, th- three games. Yeah, that's enough that's games. Six, times 29 no 29 you play 6 games against each of the other 29 teams uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's enough games that's plenty of that's games that's plenty of games even schedule balanced schedule let's do it john <laughs> i mean it would ruin like division play i mean well, division play would be l- either more important or less important depending on how you look at it with less games but yeah you still get over 100 games if the ma- if we're doing the math right let's well, actually, go it's
3: more games it's
5: 174 yeah, it's oh so no that's a terrible decision <laughs> play less games john what are you doing It's 174 yeah games, that's Del. awful see oh oh we tricked you ah got me you and gilbert you and gilbert get me all the time <laughs> I, it felt right because it meant less less games against opponents but yeah you're right it's too
3: many games it's too many games yes that's it. we're too, we're playing too much. let's add games Del. no no Let's not play until December. Okay. Let's instead. Let's do this. Let's talk about Texas custom patio. Whoa! If,
0: that, that's listen, just patios. You may have other patio companies who come in and they it tell you they're going to do is. your job, and then they they, they, Tip they your cap, and and then they you know they don't install the TV, and then you got bricks that are falling off stones, and they haven't, and they've got just regular you know posts that are used for your columns instead of what Texas Custom Patio makes, and then they just say it is what it is. Well, then you've hired the wrong person, clearly. Texas Custom Patios, they are the right person. They are the right people. They are the right company to build your outdoor living space with television, sound system. Just imagine, man, you're grilling out there. You're watching other teams play in the World Series, not us, unfortunately. You're watching your Sunday uh, football. You're watching your Saturday football. You're watching a basketball team that's getting ready to start that's going to be very very exciting. You got to spend that time outside, man. The weather is breaking and it's and it's really nice outside. It's not as humid. You got your refrigerator full of drinks, you got food on the grill. And man, you got you got time to spend with friends and family members, whoever the case may be, maybe just out there by yourself enjoying some time alone. It's Texas Custom Patio. They truly change your experience at home to where you are living your best life and your quality of life is is such that it just it just does something for your day to day you wake up just happier because quality of life is so much better texascustompatios.com they will turn your outdoor into an oasis texascustompatios.com
2: espn 975